Hey, 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 good evening. I am Brandon Belison. Welcome to Mindful Meditations, where as a collective, we breathe together, we ground together, and we cultivate a space where we feel safe, where we feel whole, where we feel at peace, where we feel calm. So as people sit and, and meditate with me, I encourage them to share their intentions and um, looking at our intentions, what do we have? My intention is to breathe and chill. Well, meditation can accommodate that. Breathing and chilling is a good thing. I can breathe and chill out. No, that's, I think that's from the 60s or the 70s, chill out. I remember it as a child, chill out. So chilling out is a good thing. I want to focus on staying in my lane is another intention, staying in my lane. And that's really our need out of our own insecurities and fear to control people, places and things. And I humbly recognize I cannot control people. I mean, look at what we've been through in just the past year and a half, right? How many of you felt very out of control? I think we all have collectively and it's very humbling. So I practice the life skill of acceptance, accepting I'm not in charge of changing people, places or things. It's really up to them. And all I can do is wish them well on their journey and, and allow that to happen, right? But we all want to help people. I get that. But um, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. If somebody doesn't want help, nothing you can do. It's almost like light on a vampire often say, when somebody's sick or unhealthy, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and you shine all this light and love upon them, it's often very repulsive to them because they're not in that headspace, they're not in that mindset to embrace somebody's encouragement or words or you know advice, right? Advice. Yep. And then you follow with that comment. Ah. Uh -huh. But I have the right, I know the right thing to do is allow them to have their own journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody should have their own journey. That's why we're here. Right? That is why we're here. My intention is to honor my commitments to myself. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. When we talk about honoring oneself, that's often a very lonely journey. But I would rather stand alone than be with people that are toxic any day. I think we often stay in dysfunctional, unhealthy relationships because they're familiar, because we're conditioned. There's a part of us that believe we're not worthy, but I would much rather stand alone. So often in honoring my commitments to myself, I need to create very healthy boundaries. So as we meditate, visualize what a healthy boundary is for you. A big one for me is learning to say no. I've always been very terrible at saying no because I want to help everybody. But it's much like being on that airplane. If you're sitting on an airplane with a child and it loses cabin pressure and those oxygen masks drop down, you better put your mask on first. You might pass out trying to put on your child's mask. It's the same thing here. It's healthy to have commitments to yourself. It creates balance. When I meditate right now, 
Nobody bothers me. Nobody comes into the room. Nobody comes into the space. This is mine. And for the past year and a half together, we've been meditating. And it's never been a challenge. My family understands that. They respect that. And that's the boundary I set. And they honor that as I honor myself. So understanding for you, what is that boundary? You know, what does that mean for you? Only you can define that. So as you meditate in a healthy, loving way, visualize what are your commitments to yourself. And as long as there are healthy boundaries and they fulfill your needs, then it's a good thing. It's a really good thing, right? Another intention is to accept others, absolutely, even when their behavior is unhelpful or unwanted. Yeah, you know, everybody, I say that the road is paved with good intentions. Everybody has good intentions. Does it often convey well? Is it timely? No. But if I can accept you for who you are and where you're at, I may be able to let you go if it's unhealthy, right? So part of that, I believe for me, to accept others when their behavior is unhelpful or unwanted is just that. Where is it coming from? Is it coming from a place of fear and insecurity? Or is it truly coming from a place of love? But more importantly, do I need it? And if I don't need it, then I can gratefully put my hands together in prayer and say, thank you so much, I appreciate your comments. And let it go, <laughs> move away quickly and give yourself that space. But I know what it's like as the saying goes to be painted into a corner and feel like I'm just being criticized and ridiculed and put down. And, you know, I was abused as a child. And I remember before my father would hit me, he would say, this is for your own good. And this is going to hurt you more than it, it's going to hurt me more than it hurts you. I mean, all those different sayings, right? I only do this because I love you. And I wish you would just hate me and leave me alone and stop beating on me. The, the classic one was being beaten and then taking out for ice cream. There's a ice cream parlor in San Francisco called Mitchell's, who I love their ice cream, but I have such mixed emotions when I walk into Mitchell's ice cream because my father would take us there after he beat us, I guess out of his guilt. So again, the un-unhelpful and unwanted is something we need to define clearly and set healthy boundaries. So let's begin our meditation as, as we do. I want to really visualize honoring our commitments to ourselves. I want to practice acceptance of myself, not necessarily other people. If I can accept myself and I accept my commitments to me, I accept my boundaries for me. Um, I accept that I want to help people, but I need to stay in my lane. If I accept, I need to breathe and chill. The possibilities are unlimited. Cool. All right. Cup those hands. Right hand on top of left, bring it down, bring, turn it palms up. The sides of my hands pressing against three inches below my belly. Three inches below my belly. Elongate the spine, sit up tall, shoulders back. Eyes closed, look up into your eyelids in the middle and inch above. Into your intuition or your third eye. If your mind should wander, just look back up into your eyelids in the middle and inch above. And center yourself. We're going to give our breath a color. And I want to continue with the deep belly breathing that we got to do in our last meditation. So give your breath a color and I want you to breathe in about 
Let's do 30%. Breathe in 30%. Breathe in another 30. Now we're at 60. Now breathe in the last 40 and fill your belly. See the color in your belly just spiraling, illuminating, oscillating, getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And when you can't hold your breath anymore, exhale through your eyelids, the crown of your head, and of course your mouth. And now my breath is like water in a three-tier fountain, overflowing, cascading down my face, my shoulders, my body, all the way to the bottoms of my feet. My purpose is to cultivate my aura. Think of the movie, The Boy in the Bubble, right? Or maybe it could be you in your room or a warm coat on a winter's night. And every time you exhale, create another layer of your aura. In a silly way, I often visualize it as that jello mold during the holidays, right? The red, the green, and then the white layer on top in the shape of a snowman. Each layer you exhale creates another layer of your aura. Be mindful of your breath and cultivate your aura. Another layer of your aura could be staying in your lane, as you shared. Another layer of your aura could be simply to chill. I like a chill layer. That's a good layer of an aura. Be mindful of your breath, and as you create your aura, fill it with your intentions. speaking, embrace the silence.
the yin to the yang is listen to the silence. There's a lot to be heard in the silence. ground ourselves. I'm going to do a little different. I want you to ground yourself in your intention. We can do the same visualization. Visualize your elongate the spine, the bottoms of your feet flat against the floor, the crown of your head craning up to the sky. But as those roots go into the earth, I want it as if coming up those roots. Let it be acceptance. Ground yourself in acceptance. Ground yourself in chilling out. Ground yourself in the genuine purpose of helping others, that being mindful that sometimes the best way I can help somebody is by staying in my lane. So let's ground ourselves in our intentions. Understanding that helping might be staying in my lane. And if I'm grounded in just chilling and being. As the branches go up into the sky, past the clouds, past the stars, past the space. I just want to open it up to the universe. I don't need to bring any intentions down. I don't need to ask for anything. I'm just going to create that yin-yang energy. I'm grounded in my intentions. And I want the freedom just to open them up to the universe. As we often say, give it up to the universe. Let those intentions fly away all the way up to those branches and let them go into nirvana and bliss.
now let's move into gratitude. Gratitude. I love the play on words. A great attitude. Think about it. I'm thankful for everything in my life, no matter how challenging it might be. And I always have a great attitude around it. So as you breathe in, mindfully say, I'm breathing to yourself. And as you breathe out, I am grateful. Breathe in, mindfully say to yourself, I am breathing. And as you breathe out, I am grateful. What are you most grateful for today? Now visualize what that looks like. We created an aura filled with our intentions, acceptance, commitment to myself, helping others, but staying in my lane, chilling. We grounded ourselves in our intentions and we've created a great attitude to support it. So open up yourself, be vulnerable and welcome It takes great courage to trust the universe and let go of the control. It takes great courage to accept life on life's terms. The hope in your heart to let go and not need to control brings great peace and acceptance. So as you breathe in, mindfully say, I am breathing. And as you breathe out, I am accepting of life on life's terms. Because we've all learned sometimes the best action is no action. We need to be still sometimes and let it pass or let it work itself out till it reveals to me 
what my place is in this situation, this experience. Breathe in and mindfully say I'm breathing. And breathe out. I am committed to myself. I could say that one all day long. And what does that feel like to be committed to yourself? In your mind's eye, what does that look like in your intuition? Breathe in. Mindfully, I'm breathing. Breathe out. It is the right thing to allow others to have their own journey. And why do you know that as a need? As much as I want to help others, I need to respect their boundaries. in, mindfully say, I am breathing, breathe out, I am chill, and as you sit in this place of peace and calm and balance, and you breathe in, mindfully say, I'm breathing, as you breathe out, Please fill it with your intention.
and breathe in, breathe in, breathe in. And breathe out. comment in the comments. I think John Lennon said it so well, life is something that happens while we're busy making other plans. And just that acknowledgement is acceptance on a whole nother level, right? It's a whole nother level. I have practiced the life skill of acceptance for probably couple of decades now there was a time in my life where I spent so much energy wanting to control people places and things and it caused me such great suffering and frustration and stress and the results never turned out the way I wanted because if we truly think about it if we want to manipulate people to do our bidding Is that really a relationship that you could be proud of? A relationship that you want to be in? How much energy does it take to control another person? They bring, you know, to brainwash somebody. Think of cults and different things like that. The extremes people go to to control people, places, and things. Right? That's when really I believe the energy should be spent on self-discovery, self-reflection. Because truly, when the day is done, controlling somebody is temporary. It's transient energy. The true bliss, the true joy is found in being able to not control, but accept myself and to work with my shortcomings as well as the better parts of me. That alone is a full-time job. Definitely feeling more chill. Acceptance is a hard skill to acquire. It takes great practice. I know I can't change anyone, just my attitude towards them. Absolutely. 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 That's wonderful. Thank you for that comment. And, you know, being an owner of a business and managing teams and being the patriarch in my family, all those things. But ultimately, I didn't get to this place in life by allowing other people to control me or to spend my time and energy controlling them. So acceptance became a wonderful life skill, right? There's the serenity prayer, which helps promote that. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That's the big one, right? The wisdom. And it's over time. 
A lot of times I've imposed my will and, and, and my marriage is classic of that. The first time my wife and I got together, she was rather young and I wasn't quite where I needed to be to support a family and all the rest. So wanting to marry her, she thought I was crazy. And it was a very bad breakup. But then six years later, we found ourselves crossing paths in a unique way and we've been married for 14 years. And the effort the second time around was almost effortless. I remember so much trying to control her and convince her the first time around that I'm the man she should be with. And it was so awful. It was awful for me. It was awful for her. And we needed to go apart because it was just not healthy for either of us at all, at all, at all. And when things are meant to be, and I know that's so fairy tale and so, but it's not. If I think about it, when winter does what winter does, it's meant to be. If we had winter in the middle of summer, it'd be a strange thing, wouldn't it? And when fall comes and the leaves turn, you know, leaves turn, it's a beautiful thing. And I believe that's also super important in life, right? If it's meant to be, it is meant to be. You can't force a square peg into a round hole. And often the more I try to impose my will upon people, places and things, the more suffering I create for myself and I radiate that suffering out into the world. And for me, that's not something I choose to do today at all. And it's that inability to accept life on life's terms that causes so much pain and suffering for people. It truly does, right? It truly does. And being a business owner has been a great opportunity to see how I can trust my employees and see what they can contribute and foster foster their strength and accept their weaknesses. Absolutely. I love my team. My team is, is, is an extension of my family. And to give them the autonomy to contribute to our purpose and our cause is powerful, powerful. And when they make mistakes, I don't beat them up. I just, what did we learn here? And then we collectively move on. So I believe that's, that's very, very powerful. And it's all centers around acceptance, right? It's all about acceptance of life on life's terms and and that's pretty powerful cool anything else you would care to comment or share people all right hey i am brandon beliso this is mindful meditations and hopefully i will see you at the next one until we talk again please you go out there and live your best life